He pulled the flaps of his boat cloak clear, jammed his hat firmly on his head, swung back his sword scabbard, and as the boat reached the top of a wave, grabbed a man rope in each hand and began climbing up the wooden battens which passed for steps. The man ropes were greasy and dirty, instead of being scrubbed white. Then he was standing on deck with a confused set of impressions. Two side boys were standing to attention. Others were running from forward, and the lieutenant was saluting, but without a telescope under his arm. Long, untidy tails of ropes were snaking over the deck as though the ship was a chandler's shop on a busy afternoon, and there were many spots of grease on the deck which had not been scrubbed for days. Not a man on deck was properly dressed. A tall, thin, and pale-faced lieutenant with bloodshot eyes stood in front of him at the salute. There was a moment of complete silence on board, and he knew every man on deck was watching. In this instant, they would form their initial impressions of the new captain, impressions that often turned out to be lasting. He eyed the lieutenant coldly, but for the moment did not return the salute. So the man stood there, arm crooked. Then he slowly stared round the ship. First his eyes ran along the deck forward, across the forecastle, noting that the ship's bell had not been polished for a week. Then up the foremast, where at least four topsail gaskets on the larboard side were too slack, and two on the starboard side of the furled to gallant were almost undone. Where was Southwick? Ramage returned the lieutenant's salute and nodded as the man repeated his name. He was the first lieutenant. Master the ship's company aft, if you please, Ramage said, his voice deliberately neutral and then report to me in the cabin. My trunk is in the boat. As he turned off to go down to the captain's cabin, he saw he had made the impression he wanted. The men were looking apprehensive, like naughty boys caught raiding an orchard. The first lieutenant looked crestfallen, and Ramage had guessed the fellow had followed Ramage's eyes and perhaps seen the ship's condition for the first time in many weeks. He was half drunk, Ramage was certain. As he reached the companionway, he saw Southwick hurrying up the ladder from the lower deck, his face shiny and freshly shaven. Southwick saluted, his round face showing his obvious pleasure, his flowing white mop of hair already beginning to escape from his hat as random eddies of wind tugged at it. "'Welcome on board, sir. I was shaving. The sentry—' Ramage returned the salute and then shook the old master's hand. A few seamen were watching curiously and Ramage gestured to Southwick to precede him down the companionway to the cabin. Unbuckling his cloak and throwing it on the settee, Ramage sat down and told Southwick to sit opposite. The low headroom made it uncomfortable to stand, and he suddenly felt tired after the journey from London and the hurrying round Portsmouth. "'Is it as bad as it looks?' he asked. "'Worse, if anything, sir. We'll never do anything with these lieutenants.' We don't have to try, Ramage said grimly. They'll be off the ship first thing tomorrow. We'd have all new officers, although I know nothing about them. His lordship kindly gave me the choice of first lieutenant, but I traded it for you as master. Now it was Southwick's turn to grin. He was a good sixty years of age, but for all his red face, stout build and white hair, which once led someone to liken him to a martial bishop from a country diocese. He was a fine seaman, 
firm with the men, but fair. I'm grateful, sir, but I'm afraid we have more than our share of scallywags in this ship. Ramage went to the door and closed it, and when he sat down again he said, Everyone I've met keeps dropping hints. All I know is the captain was dismissed the service. The port admiral is suitably mysterious, and the ship looks more like a fairground. Drink, Southwick said cryptically. The captain was a drunkard. He was tried for conduct unbecoming, but in fact he used to lock himself up in his cabin with a bottle for days on end.